black. You know what? Let, I think that all I can just say is that let's pray for Nigeria. That's it. I said. But, but let me tell you something. I'm, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry to, to tell you this. I'm, I'm tired of praying. <laughs> we will pray since 1990. We go kill today. Pray. It's popping. No, you know what? What are we? You know what are we doing here? And I'm like, yo, we're bad. <laughs> <laughs> we're bad. It's our culture. It's black culture. Stay tuned. Good afternoon. It's another Black Culture Friday. I hope you guys are ready for this one. We're going kind of serious today, but we're going to drop some banter as usual. And as always, it's Ekobi Anthony. It's your boy Damola. Abel. That all sounded very boring. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know, man. The energy was low. Very low. Yeah, who's energy? Which who's the, who's who's energy? I'm not got no name calling. No, call this bad energy. Yeah, today today with us we have one guest in the house. She's not going to be talking too much because she's shy, but hopefully she can introduce herself. Introduce yourself. Lily dog. <laughs> your first your first name, please. <laughs> My name is Emilia. Hello everyone. Your first name, please. Hello everyone. It's me, Emilia. Okay. Okay, um, Emily Dog. Nice to meet you, Millie Dog. Emily <laughs> 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 Millionaire, as we call her. <laughs> Anyways, so um, Emily, I have to explain this to you properly because you're going to partake in this. So on every podcast, what we do before we go into our topic is we c- we do something called the truth of the week. It's very simple. It's something you learned this week, something you noticed this week, something that stood out for you this week, like. I'm going to start and probably that'll make it easy for you. So it can be anything. It can be something something someone told you, you know, regardless of anything. Um so I think let me even blow your mind. I think it was something you told me today. Okay. It was something about um start now. We're talking about business mm-hmm. and people that have money and that if you are financially ready or not l- don't let me say financially ready so I don't box myself in. But if you feel like you're ready for a business, but you're still waiting for the perfect time or the perfect everything to align, if you get my point. Is everybody listening? Yeah, it yeah. seems like everybody yeah, yeah, is distracted. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I think we should call this one recording in a dark session. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Only people in the studio understand. But back to my truth of the week. So basically, um, what I got from what she said to me today was, like, I think I've, I think I've even dropped this one before. It basically starts with what you have and be confident in yourself. Because in the end, you know, when you take a step today, you would never be in the same position you were when you had not started what you are doing right now. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I'll let the boys go before you go. So think about it. Anything that stood out for you. Maybe you met someone this week. He stood out for you. You learned something about business. Something, so, something you want to teach us. Yeah, basically. Something, something you want you to learned, teach us. Or maybe us you learned a lesson. Something bad happened and you're like, man. So you realize maybe you should not trust this kind of person or bring people too close. You know, stuff like that. Anyways, um, Damal, are you ready for us? Yeah, yeah, let me just go now. Okay, go. So, um, something very basic. Um, So, I, 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 I didn't just realize, but it just dawned on me again that there are times that you really can't control thoughts that come to your mind. True. Or actions. No, let me not say actions. Let me use thoughts, basically. Like, thoughts that cross your mind. Things you think about. B- basic things. And for a long time, I always find, ah, no, this, no, this thought is not good. As in, push it away. Be optimistic. Don't, don't let this kind of thing cross your mind. And I realized that the only way to push away bad thoughts is to is to start off new ones. 
So, for example, when mm-hmm. when when you have a bad habit, say that you you do something mm-hmm. that is not very good, and say you want to you want to do you want to stop doing that habit, a lot of people focus on that bad habit by trying to stop. So let's assume now that, that I'm looking for a bad habit in my head. Let's assume that 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 I give give me one bad habit. Huh? Um, maybe I I yeah. oh. <laughs> let me see. You don't ah good. As in, say, 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 so bad habits. What's what's the, uh, no, there are different bad habits. <laughs> no, just you don't want any, to be too extreme. In anything, just anything. You masturbate. Yeah, let's, say, let's assume that I masturbate. <laughs> yeah. So, and I, I want to stop masturbating, and I it's something that is very difficult for me to stop. Most times, most people that do that, when they want to stop, they focus more on masturbation. <laughs> like, to stop. I don't get what I'm saying. Like, you want no, to try. So, in your head, you're like, ah, it's just the way you say no, it. It's as simple as they say when they say, what, you, whatever you, you feel you your keep, mind you with. Keep, yeah, you just want you. So, now I realize that the, the best way to cure yourself is to fill up the gap. You get life in general does not like void. So, if you are mm. doing and you want mm. to start off something, it's to start mm. off a good habit to start a bad habit. Mm. I don't know if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So, I have a bad habit, you want to stop. Sure. Start off something good to yeah. replace the bad habit. The bad bad yeah. So, pushing that with thoughts, if you have bad thoughts that keep crossing your mind, immediately it crumbs across your mind. Think of positive things and, you know. Yeah. Let me let me add to so let me add to what you just said. You know how um sometimes they will tell you to, like people some people will tell you that when a bad thought comes to your mind you should pray. Mm-hmm. You know yeah the reason why they are saying you pray so that yes yeah, so so you are replacing those thoughts yeah, with yeah. <laughs> with yeah, affirmations. You, you make a lot of sense because when you when you pray in that what you are doing is that you are confirming positive words. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah, that, so that's, that's, that's just funny that. like that you said that. It, it's even true. in this Bible. I'm, I'm sorry, I've been in the Bible today. I feel like it's a scriptural day. It goes for the no, yeah, it goes for that. It says something like I can't let me not. I'm not going to. I'm going to paraphrase. I'm not saying it exactly how it is. It says that when when you you cannot control, I, I don't know if it's taught you, but you cannot control things that come to you, but you now have to make a conscious effort to push them aside. Because mm. so when things are thrown at you, you can't control what comes to you, but what you can control is taking them away. So if if something somebody throws me a bad ball, I have, comes, I have to now consciously with all awareness take it away. I don't know if you know what I'm saying. Yes, like I it, understand. It's a, consci- it's a conscious move. You get so yeah, yeah basically that, that's it. Very nice one from Damala. Abel's way. Yeah, well, well, I'm going to pick my own truth from from Damala's truth. It's, it's kind of inspired. From my truth bets truth. Because you were talking about how you can't control certain thoughts in your head. Well, today when I was coming here, I, I saw that there was one church. The church was building something very... It's good. It's An good edifice. that they have the money to build the, to build this facility. But what was at the back of my mind was still that the people that contributed to this building, a lot of them, or the people that are part of those religious institutions, still don't have a place to call their own or they don't have a place to rest their head permanently. I'm sure a lot of them are squatting somewhere. So what I was just thinking about is that with the efforts that they are using to build such a tower, they should also use that effort to empower their congregation as well we shouldn't be hypocrites that's just what i'm just trying to say you know a lot of times we're always saying um god god is we should pray to god or god is the one that is going to to solve our problems but i i don't i honestly don't think so because human beings we create the problems human beings we we are supposed to be the ones to solve the problem as well you know we shouldn't always try and blame god or hold god for things that we can control 
because I'm going to go scriptural as well as Damala has gone. It says the Bible says that God has given us dominion over everything, say over snakes and scorpions, right? So that means we have power. So with the power to change anything is in our hands. So we should stop blaming God. We should take responsibility. That's my own truth. Nice. Yeah. I like how that sounds. And yeah. I don't know why the, the message or the information I got from that was basically, um, or how, let me put it this way. You know, sometimes when you're trying so hard to be extraordinary, you just forget the ordinary things that ma- actually matter. Mm. Fair. Yeah, Fair that kind of thing. So you're building some big thing that they believe is going to solve some big problem. But those people that are going to use it have other little things that... <laughs> they need right now if you get my point we won't call them little things <laughs> yeah no you know even little things are not so little <laughs> so are you ready for us yeah okay so truth of the week by amelia <laughs> okay my truth for the week okay my driver um, okay what well, it happened yesterday my driver i sent him on some errands and i was expecting when he's back okay i have to give him something for the errands he ran for me so he was trying to be smart with me, with me. I was like confused, like, okay. I sent him to the park, for instance, and he was meant to tell me the fee to transport those goods. And he came back telling him, he called me on the phone telling me, okay, it's a certain price, seven five. And I was like, so angry. I don't usually send that stuff with that price. And he goes, okay, I'll let you know. You know, I can't lie to you. And I was insisting on talking to the person, the manager of the company, and he was like, "Oh, it's not seven five; it's two five. I was so angry, like, <laughs> "Why are human beings like this? Why can't they be satisfied?" Even uh, as he's somebody that I truly really trust, and I always give him everything, even when he doesn't have, and he still had the mind to even swerve me to collect more from <laughs> me. So I'm like, no matter how you are kind in this world, people will always have their intentions at the back of their mind. Lowercome, yeah, don't yeah. stop being kind. <laughs> he said, don't say don't. <laughs> as he used to, don't stop being kind. Don't stop being kind. Yeah. yeah. Don't let, don't well, let, those are just don't let people change you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. that way to put it. So you have to just know the, the kind, right kind of people you push your love to. And yeah. it doesn't mean you stop loving the other people. It just means you prioritize. Yeah. So, topic for today. Topic for today. So, um, I think, we're, you know, we've been talking scripture since, and surprisingly, we're talking about religious institutions. Yeah, funny, you know. And culture, <laughs> and you guys. <laughs> it wasn't intentional. It wasn't intentional, For today is about religion and culture. And, you know, we're just discussing about the effect of religion on the black culture itself. And I think it was already take us in on that topic. Yeah, um, basically, we're, we're just having a discussion on on how black culture, um, on how, I don't want to use black culture, on, on how African, African culture, culture yeah. um, needs to be put at the forefront of things again. And we are just, we're basically saying, do we think that religion is hindering the progression of African culture across the globe, right? Guys, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, that, that's your that, that's yeah so your basically that's the general idea mm-hmm. you know sankara sankara when they asked sankara if um we could see if he could see oppression and where is the oppression he said that if you look at our plates all we see is foreign food foreign grown rice foreign grown you know meats everything was imp- was imported so basically at that time the, there was nothing that would show 
that they were truly African. Kobe, Kobe B. <laughs> so basically <laughs> so basically for Africa for, for African culture to you know to be more prevalent now should we as Africans not <laughs> emphasize religion in our, our everyday lives you know, so that's what we're thinking. Let, 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 me, let me just jump in, just try to just keep the ball rolling. First yeah. of all, I think that when we talk about culture, it's something very broad. So culture basically, as in basic definition, means your way of life. Of life yeah. And it is impossible to have a way of life without religion. So um, religion, to me, is part of culture. So what makes, what, what gives person a culture? A lot of things come into play. Um, they'll see where it was born, what kind of, what is belief system, what it practice, everything encompasses into the world culture. Mm-hmm. And if you know what I'm saying, yeah, so yeah. It, it 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 is not it is not something that we can remove from each other. Mm-hmm. Now, if we look at it from how you are trying to talk about it, um, let me let me just go straight and say that as the Western culture in any way affected our a uh, Western religion, sorry, yeah, affected our culture. Of course, it has, as indefinitely. Um, we had a culture, we we had a different um way of doing things. But because mm-hmm. of the Western religion has come, they have brought in a modernized way of of all saying things. I, I I don't know how best to, to say this, but okay, yeah, okay, you guys get the drift. But 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 let me let me even ask let me ask this question. Yeah, is this is it safe to say that U- European religion kind of puts our own traditions at the backstage i don't even want to say is it because it's obvious even in our history books mm-hmm. it's they put us at the backstage of things but when we're even talking about european religion now we tend to find out that europeans even by statistics they are not all that religious but they still have a system or they, they have a system of government that works for them and is functional they have an economic system that is working for them and it's functional yet as africans we we claim that we are the most religious set of people we have all these structures but it's not working for us but before they came we had our own political system we had our as you said we had our own traditional system and it was basically let me guess you want to say, you want to say and, it's work, and it was working for us i would say to a certain extent yes do you know what I, I, the only I, I, reason I why we don't know the only reason let me let me let me say don't me, know how can you to disagree? the best of our knowledge okay let me say no, to the best of my to the best of my own knowledge to the to the best of okay but to the best of my knowledge it's not a fact okay see i said to the best of i just okay to the best of my own knowledge what knowledge first were you there when in those days what did they really say about the history books we there's this system of government we even have even even sorry let me even let's 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 even dissect this let's let's go let's even go deep into history Mm -hmm. if we're talking about the empire of gobir the empire of gobir is what gave birth to the caliphate the sokoto caliphate Mm -hmm. and the only reason why the europeans were able to come in to africa through the north was because of the relationship that they had established with one of the kings that wanted to take back his empire that is when they wanted to unify what the the northern area what they call what they now called the sokoto caliphate and the only reason why or the only way he could have been able to do that was getting help from outside that is how certain interactions and relationships were established that means it wasn't working now it wasn't working because somebody got greedy yeah yeah so point. that's where the, the idea of it is that certain things would always happen 
you know, a death might cause a, a, a certain change to occur. You know, somebody might die or something or even famine might happen. So there might be unrest. People might be unsettled and certain people might be impatient. Just like how right now, if I if I want to bring it to the forefront right now of what is happening as, as we're talking about African culture, if we keep some of our African culture, I, w- I don't want to say discipline or the way we handle things. There's a, there's a way the system was working and it was not really in chaos because we understood how that system was working. Autocratic. But now we're in a period of transition. You know, that is why we're, we're, we might have called it autocracy, but there was still a... There were, there was in a certain system, in certain people's system of government, there was a way of solving those problems. Mm-hmm. Like the Igbos, you cannot really call it an autocracy no, because the different age groups, different That's age groups said. were responsible for that. Even the Yoruba people as well, they had their own groups. The the the, the warlords or the the people that were going they had to their protect way the of places, they were the younger. Yes, there was a form exactly just like how in the modern in the system of governments we have adopted from the people that enslaved us, we have the executive, we have the legislative, and we have the judiciary. Okay. So there's checks and balances, but they are all different systems of government. We, we have that system as well, but it, it had not evolved to the system where the European, I, to I like how you. the Europeans work. I, I get you too. You know, so my own thinking is, some of this African culture that we threw away, why, why don't we, Take some of it and infuse it into what we what have do you, now. What is the African culture of trade? What exactly do you mean? Like political systems, like the way we we handle things in those times. You know, it, it cannot be hundred percent the same way, but we can adopt certain things. Like the Yoruba people, they 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 they, they had a they, they had a way of of you know addressing certain things. You know, certain situations or when there was a problem, they'll take them to the other. But now, in the future times, you don't need to take anybody to the other because we already have a system of government that is working. We have the judiciary that is working, mm-hmm. you know. But in terms of of progression, of moving forward without losing ourselves, we need to, we, we kind of need to um, not always, we need, we need to remember that we are Africans first before we, we remember that we are Christians or we are Muslims oh. or we are um, traditional believers mm. because the Europeans will do things that work for them. They will not think of you first, you understand, before they adopt anything. Okay. And they always think about things critically as compared to what is happening right now. A lot of times, they always they always want to use religion to pacify us. Let, let me say this. Let me just you, no, sorry, before, let me, before you... I just... So I won't lose the train mm-hmm. of thought. They don't want... They, they always want to use religion to pacify us and we being Africans and because they know that we are Africans and we respect culture and we respect spirituality we will not want to go against what our reverend father tells us yeah, or what our I, I, religious I, I, leader tells us you know we we should we, we, we need to evolve or move ourselves past that you know so that we as Africans can evolve and so that our culture can also stand out okay so, um, a, a lot of people say this a lot. I don't know if it relates to the topic or not. A lot of people say that, people say that um, religion is one of the main hindrances to our development. Blah, 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 and blah. I'm not of that school of thought, first of all. So, um, I, 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 I think that the major problem we fail to understand is that nobody, nobody has done the same thing. Nobody has done the same thing the same way over a, lot of, a period of time. For instance, um, in the supposed Western world, in the days of the English, there were a lot of wars, as in practical wars, and so you actually have to go and you have to go and conquer nations, like with swords, 
do you get there was a lot of there have been a lot of involvement over time now it's a system of government that they've called parliamentary and they're trying to do stuff what am i saying i think the problem in africa is that we refuse to evolve and we we sometimes because of our lazy mind we blame religion for it um i i i, I don't think that there is any system that should be blamed i i first of all i don't think it's religion i think that we just we have just re- we've just refused to 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 understand that times are changing and as mm-hmm. times are changing means or ways of doing things have to change now when when you say means of things have to change doesn't mean that you cannot recycle what you've done in the past and make it better to suit what your present needs are you have to do all those you just have to evolve with it everything your governance everything you do has to evolve with the times um even culture over time has to evolve to get because um you cannot because i remember in i didn't say i remember because i wasn't born according to movies the ladies always wearing only cool kind of style <laughs> that, that was the culture then if you were if you're about to get married to a, a woman at this in yoruba land when you sleep with her you have to use the handkerchief to wipe her blood so that she's a virgin those mm. things were part of the culture that but we've evolved beyond that and i don't think it's religion we just sometimes just say religion is injuring us injuring let us just we we're just we're just a set of lazy people with lazy mind and we refuse to find a way to better ourselves you know to help our culture grow and stuff so that, that's just my okay so let me react to this so i like what you said about um it's basically not religion that is like what's taking away our culture but i think he has a lot to play because like when we talk about colonialism and whatever we talk about you know the religion did not come alone it came as a full package it came with the gov the the, the, gov- the political system it came with some some part of their world it came with some part of their culture if you get my point right yeah so and i and i think that alone in itself influenced our culture because now i don't want to even go into deep go into deep now that's the point this is let me let me let me take a step back <laughs> to the beginning of everything when we we're talking about you know does did, did we have a system that was working before yes i believe we did mm-hmm. we might not as a whole have had a system that worked but mm-hmm. as the different groups that we are yes. that we were the yoruba tribe I like, I like that the bini kingdom the Igbo kingdom everything was working that way mm. but the moment you decide to throw it so it all these people into one place and make them work under one religion or one rule of government or one that one cannot system. work so the solution is that the solution is that we should break up um so i'm i'm <laughs> not I'm, I'm not even talking about the solution i'm telling you why what is is, is. and now to go to your point why of i'm sorry i don't get why why why, why, why in, in the you know you said that why as, why would as you feel so i'm telling you like i feel we're still in a confused state mm-hmm. I and agree. you know the way you would say that we're lazy people i think that's a bad way to put it because you know as i wish as a nation we could all no actually mean lazy mind so um, yeah. whichever no. way you want to put it i don't believe so because mm-hmm. i see a lot of africans doing great things no um, so I, I have to i actually have to um, so that you don't you don't pass the wrong message okay I'm, I'm not passing so when i'm not saying that um people are not doing fine i'm sure of course you are doing fine when i say lazy mind um it's more like a, a it's it's like an adjective and uh, what i'm trying to what i'm saying is that the fact that there's this nonchalancing among people so like everybody is for self nobody really cares about involvement for instance government nobody cares about how the government is evolved it's just I'm a, my personal thing i'm not thinking about this so that's what i, I get you sha so what what i'm saying is this is much of my opinion and this is how i see things mm. i i like and when i say why confused people i I, st- I see 
you know people say oh we didn't experience some of these things like Gabriel was saying earlier but you have to understand that we were brought up a certain way and that was influenced by the culture our parents knew mm-hmm. and those things would have been grounded in us by a certain religion we probably don't know about are you getting my point yeah christianity now makes more sense to you because it's you are practicing it the culture that comes with it makes sense to you also. It has become what we've lost would not make sense to you right now because you've lost it. I never even knew it. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I'm now telling you. But yeah. some of our parents are still following those cultural practices mm-hmm. that came with those religions. Mm-hmm. So as a people, we are still fighting ourselves to pick what we really want. Because mm. there are some people in the villages that they can never understand some of this church, church thing. I've met some old people that they know the traditional things they used to do back then until now they cannot conform or understand why people are still following christianity you get, and i feel i don't know maybe this is that's why i said this is my own opinion i don't know i, I feel if we're left alone i feel we will we'll not be as confused and will be a greater population we'll now because we, we will have our own way of life not trying to like you said evolve into another man's way of life yeah. we would have involved in our own way of life mm-hmm. And I believe we will not look lazy. Now, let me give you the fish and dog example. They say, like psychologists will say, you know, every child is different and they grow at different, um, it takes different Chats time for, yeah, to reach. Different. Yeah, so it says like comparing a fish to a dog, you can't give them the same test and expect them to like pass, it. you get it? So now, it, to me, it's like, you are now testing me with the might man skill, it's religion, mm-hmm. it's everything. Yes, I will look like I'm not evolving. Definitely. But if you now talk to me about, I am not too religious or too traditional, but I'm going to talk about the religious traditions, the traditional religions, if that makes sense to you. Yeah, I'm trying to talk about the cultural African ones yeah. that I understand and I still follow to an extent. I will say they have evolved mm-hmm. and they don't do some of these practices that are not barbaric. barbaric. Mm-hmm. That are barbaric rather yeah, they don't do barbaric. those practices anymore yeah. and they've tried to evolve there's some of these they'll tell some babalos are online now it's not some they are I not doing they're they no more doing all those blow something to your neighbor's eye <laughs> they are doing yao plus <laughs> you <laughs> get me so in that way we have evolved <laughs> i don't know the yao scope. Plus about no don't yeah <laughs> I, that might be a bad example but i'm just telling you how far we can even evolve yeah. if we are given a chance they to even do divination yeah online. if we are given a chance to actually exploit Right now, um, I don't know if anybody knows TZ, Teniola Zakios, yeah, someone TZ, I know. Yeah. And I, I follow him on Instagram. And the other day, I, I was even, I put up something on his page. He, he put up something about him. He's in, I think we went to Cuba or Haiti. And I remember when I came back from America, I was telling Abel that a lot of these people have religious, traditional things they do that is close to the Yoruba yeah. culture. Santa Rera. Yeah. A lot of things like my friend would tell me about certain rituals that I, I, I have actually seen in Nigeria. And, and the research he is doing in Cuba now is why some of our traditional religions and tra- traditional ways are fading away, but they are still existing over there. Because people from here that were taken as slaves settled in those places and it remained original. Nobody came there to try to. Those were the slaves that understood this is my culture. I want to preserve it. And guess what? They are living a fair life i think they are less confused than we are over here mm. uh, and you yeah you can say, what you say one thing i'll say and agree <laughs> with you is <laughs> no, it's, it's his opinion. One, one thing i'll say and agree with you is i think we need to learn to move on but you know now why in a work world and in an evolved too evolved world where 
you know where you tell someone let's move forward it's like yo if you're telling me let's move forward it's like forget everything that happened in the past yes it's even like you know what yeah you get me but let's learn from the past and let's move forward and i think we need to just accept our own self more but now the problem is i feel based on the real name of the topic you gave it i understand why you did because for us to get back our culture we might have to ban the western culture yes because if not, the Western culture negates some of the things. I feel, I feel the reason why I don't even I don't mean to be so harsh, but the reason why is because I feel our 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 culture, our our culture is. Uh, sorry, I, I I lost my I lost my train of thought. I'm thinking no, of too catch many it, don't things. Worry, don't worry. So basically, it's just that we've we've gone through so much, yes. you know, as a people, and the thing that made us go through this thing we're holding to it so tight but the people that gave us this thing that we're holding so tight they don't even they don't hold it in as much regard as we are holding it and it's almost like that makes any sense something that is not that never happened the way they tell you they don't tell you about yes and we're still living with it so the symbol of that religion is what we're still living with even in islam islam as well we've we've been uh, we've been enslaved you know we were were enslaved by by people that taught us islam by people we were trading with during the sahara in the saharas the sudan and sahara regions you know (coughs) those things have happened in history but i i was just what, what i was going around to say is that religion has made us afraid to fight for our emancipation our our uh, i'm talking about emancipation of the mind we we no longer think freely we are no longer we, we don't we, we are not i won't say we are, not, we are not throwing caution to the wind like how other people do people other people are f- fearless we are, we have more fear i don't know what we are afraid of and we are we are already at the bottom of the food chain so we shouldn't really be afraid of anything right now this is the time where we should people should be afraid of us people should be afraid of the way people should be afraid of of our potential so what i want what, what i'm going to say um to this is i'm going to go in a different direction now <laughs> and say I actually, you know, this is off the top of my head, my opinion personally. I'm going to say why, like Damola said in la- on the last podcast, you know, he said, why, why, why generation of rebels? And it was, it w- I don't know if it will shock you, but I, I believe our traditional ways and our culture is coming back. But guess what? It's not only coming back in Africa, it's coming back everywhere else. Globally. Like it's becoming a global culture, if you get my point. Like I'm meeting Americans that are coming to Nigeria here to meet all these Ifa people, get involved. Everybody's trying to hold on to something Even spiritual. Fabric, clothing, yeah, clothing, which is our going culture. To spiritual like places. you see someone like Laolu doing his drawings and sacred art of things. We're spreading the message. A lot of people, a lot of woke people are connecting more to their roots. Yeah. And that's why I can talk like this because I've I'm someone that I'm reading into certain things like this and my family is into certain things like this and you learn certain things from it. Mm-hmm. And you, you begin to realize there's a lot of your history our history how our history we don't know. And yes. If you get my yes. point. Even the way it's like has I, been interpreted. I met, I met the more the the more you know the more the first uh, people that settled or whatever they call the them. Moors, yeah. Anyways and you know the guy was educating me you told me, you know, have you ever heard the real name of Africa? Is he? I can't remember what it is. <laughs> I can't pronounce it right now. But you, you know, he was educating me on certain things, and you know, the motherland, uh, why it has the name, you know, the education, what um, people learned, the first people that discovered certain things and did certain things. 
You get my point, and I think a lot of that will change our opinion on what we think about ourselves. Yes. And you know, like I'll say, I think everybody needs to sensitize themselves, mm-hmm. and you know, yeah. get in the know. And I think if we do that, we would be able to be less confused and find yes. our, our ground. You yeah. get my point. Yeah. So let me and just want. Y- yeah, because I I believe the world is enough for every 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 <laughs> culture and every. <laughs> so basically, I I just wanted to share something that I learned. You know. I, I was talking to um, someone that practices traditional religion and I, I was, he said one thing to me that everybody, why don't people understand traditional religion the way, the way they, the way they understand, um, you know, the Torah or the way they understand, they understand Islam or the other mystic books that, that are around. He said to me that, you know, for Shongo, for example, Shongo, Shongo, they tried to depict him as an individual, but Shongo might have not been an individual. That Shongo was probably representing anger or representing an element. We are talking about Orisha, talking about Yemoja. He said Yemoja represents the water. So Yemoja in life represents change and how life continues to flow like a river. So those, and it made me understand that they, they were talking about the seven main gods in in um, in uh, in Yoruba, Yoruba tradition, in, yeah, Yoruba mythology, you know, and how those different symbol, those different um, those different individuals or deities represented something different. So, and I was looking at it that wow, it, it wasn't like they were looking at these people as individuals; they were looking at them as symbols, as symbols of life and symbols of transition just like how the yogis believe in chakras so the, the, the they talk about how the the spine represents the universe as well how when your chakras align you are one with the universe how the temple the head is the, the head is very important the spine you know just a lot of things that made me see things in a very different way and make me understand that it's not that we should not be religious, but we should also try and know our history and understand certain people that played a certain part in our own history so that we can be proud to be called Africans. That's just what I that's just what I got from, from the message that he tried to pass to me. Dude, I think we just need to know more about ourselves and I think we can do some more. We need to yeah. continue from where you know our ancestors left off. Left, left, left. <laughs> Let me just forget it. Why <laughs> can't sound funny? So, Abel, any, any, anything you want to add? Any questions? No, no, no. I've uh, already. I've, no. I think I've concluded what I what I. <laughs> Amelia, you're still here. Myself. Anything you want to add? Or you just no. I was just shopping. Okay, guys. You know if it's black. It's popping. It's definitely on black, black culture. culture. Until next time, guys. It's been real.